Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Can of Things podcast. Today, I have my boy David on, and today we ended up watching the movie Cats, which came out last year, and I wanted to start off this review with a little bit of a thesis. Uh, this is a swear word warning for my mom, so if you don't want to hear swearing, just stop it here, because I'm going to be ranting about this a lot. Uh, movie fucking sucks, and it turned me into a furry. End quote. <laughs> I swear, this yeah. entire... I mean, even from the ad at the beginning, it looked like a damn like furry thing. But watching the movie, I mean, there were so many like furry boobs, and like, like even the dicks were kind of... CGI'd with fur on top. It was crazy. Yep. Uh, my thesis is, cats. This is not a movie. End of the thesis. I mean, I don't think it's a movie. It it really is just a sequence of video clips where they it's introduce like... character after character, and they just introduce you to characters that will have no impact or a very minimal impact yeah. in the non-existent plot of this thing because it doesn't really have a plot it, it kind of does but it's like weak and pointless because nothing drives the plot forward it's just a sequence of character introductions they introduce you to a new character and then we move on and they introduce you to a different character and they are all stupid cats and i hate all of them yeah you know what's funny is i was looking at some of the reddit threads for this movie and there was a whole thread talking about it was like a collection of the favorite cats review. It's like the subject lines. So I'll read mm -hmm. off a couple of them because there's some pretty good oh, ones. Oh, that's so annoying. The that first was so one funny. is, this is what the people in Bird Box saw. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, yeah. Um, the next one, let's see. There's one about dogs. Super yeah, funny. Uh, well, there's this one. I wasn't a cat person going into cats. After having seen cats, I'm not entirely sure that I'm a movie person. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, and the last one that I really thought was hilarious was this movie feels like a prank being played on someone, but it's not entirely clear who. <laughs> Probably the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also unnervingly erotic. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one. I think there was another one that said cats is the worst thing to ever, is the worst thing to ever happen to cats after dogs or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. For <laughs> real. It's like yeah, there's people that love cats that went see the movie and decided that maybe they are going to get rid of their cat. <laughs> yeah. But, but the thing is, here's, here's the thing. Right from the beginning, there are two very obvious facts that will be noticeable all throughout the movie. The first one for me was that the actors, dancers, and singers are for the most part very talented. Very, yeah. very talented. With some exceptions, you know. Um, James Corden. James Corden. I knew you would say that one. Also, Fat uh, Amy. I don't know. I don't think she's very talented. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. I think she is like literally capitalizing and milking her obesity for profit. I don't know if that's ethical, but I feel like it's like that's her point in yeah. all of the movies is the fact that she's, she's like the fatty. She's not even in it that much though, really. Yeah. Um, okay, but let's go back. We could talk about the cast a little bit here, but when you when you were talking about the the plot of the movie. Yeah, so out of the two points, right, like the, the fact that they are very talented, they all seem to really be trying their best. Yeah. They all try really hard, which makes this even more tragic. And the other thing that is very noticeable is how the CGI is so poor or weird and awkward that it completely overshadows the performances and it takes us as the audience out of the movie. So that's the thing. You have those two really noticeable things. How hard the actors try, which, you know, 
it's shocking mm -hmm. because with the CGI and how poor and weird it is, it really overshadows their talent a lot. And you cannot stop looking at how weird, you know, that CGI looks. It literally looks like an Instagram filter. It, it looks like they didn't put yeah. enough work into it. it's weird, like with Judy Dench's character, the old cat, you can yeah. see how her old, like, chin wrinkles stick out in the in the cat itself yeah because some of them are actually cgi'd pretty well like you can't even tell it depends on the scene are. yeah so it does depend tell. on the scene you can tell but... there are some scenes where either they ran out of time or budget or they just didn't even want to try hard right. enough i think it was run they ran out of time um but yeah there's some scenes where like the cat will move and then there is some lag between the movement of the body <laughs> and the movement of the face the face is literally stuck to the body like you know a staple to it like it just looks weird it looks like not as fluid as it should be by any means and it takes you out of the movie you just can't stop looking how how weird it how, is how did that happen though like why did they run out of time i don't know i feel like either they rushed it or they had like a deadline and tried to meet it really hard and didn't give enough time in post-production for uh whoever was working on cgi but because the thing is, the actors didn't know what how this would look like. They filmed the movie. They did their best. You can tell the performances. Like Idris Elba's performance is really well. Is like really great. He does a really yeah, good for job. For three minutes, he's actually for in the, the movie. three minutes that he's in, and his character is like so pointless. Oh my god! Like there's so, yeah, so many things about his character. One thing he has that powers, I kept thinking about then. during that movie is just I didn't know what was going on. No, they didn't explain anything. Okay, so I can explain you that because I know okay. what it is supposed to be about based on the musical. <laughs> right. Okay, because one thing that I always struggle with, within, I'm not a fan of musicals specifically, but yeah. one thing that I do tend to struggle with is just following along when you're trying to right. explain pop, plot points when they're singing, oh, yeah. especially yeah. when it's like a British person singing. I just can't right. really no. keep up with the lyrics. Yeah, I feel the same way, and I thought it was just me because I'm foreign, but I'm <laughs> I'm comforted to think that like, that you also struggle with that. But yeah, for me, musicals, unless I knew I know the story or uh, the songs are not as mus musical, but more like um, I don't know, they drive the plot better. Like Le Mis, I didn't have that problem so much with Le Mis. Like the plot is still, you know, I felt like the plot was still very clear through the movie. Um, but with this movie, yeah, it was, I was having a hard time, but I, I had read about what the movie is supposed to be, um, what the plot is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And what we have is, well, the main character is like this cat, this girl, it's kind of cute. Um, she's like abandoned and she is, um, kind of like rescued or, or, um, accepted or she kind of joins this jelly yeah, cats, like right? Everyone else this joins band. her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they join her and they try to tell her what kind of cat she's going to become or what type of cat she is. But really, um, the point of the movie is to is to win this contest to get a chance at a new life, to be reborn and have a chance at, at a new life. But here's the thing, that new life doesn't have to be better. You get like, they don't, they don't explain that the life is supposed to be better. So like, it's like a new chance at a new life, but you could still be reborn and have a really shitty life so right from the start i'm kind of like okay this plot is kind of weak and but that's stupid. the point of their performances they're trying to win this contest so that they are granted a new born like a new birth a new life but some the of these cats the idris elba because supposed to be the bad guy yeah so he wants to win the contest but not with his talent but like kind of like by cheating so as throughout throughout the movie everyone that dances and gives like a performance disappears 
because Idris Elba like kind of like kidnaps them and teleports them to like the the boat thing and tries to like make them disappear so that he is like the only contestant left that can win. And then at the end, Taylor Swift like catnips everyone type of thing so that only Idris Elba is left and he can win the contest. So then, Taylor Swift is also a bad guy. Yeah, she's with she's oh. like with um um with Idris Elba's character. What's his name? She has it has like a really weird name. McCavity, I think it is his name, yeah, right? McCavity. So here's the thing though. Many of the cats that we're that are shown with their musical dances, because yeah, that's the way that this movie introduces the character. It's like a musical dance for, per character mm-hmm. and and the musical dances that are like basically video clips. Um there's they're used both to introduce you to the character and as a plot to kind of drive the plot a little, but not really. But it's kind of like um their performance on what they're going to be judged if they want to win the contest and get a shot at a new life. But here's the thing. Many of the cats that show you this dance, their life is not that shitty. They're kind of privileged. They have good lives mm-hmm. as cats. Like there's other cats that have like much worse lives. But some of the Jason Derulo's cat, his song is about he's, how he he's cool. Yeah. His song is yeah. all about how he's like fucking awesome. So dude, odds are if you're granted a new life, your life is not going to be as awesome. It's gonna be like probably way shittier than the life that you've that you're living right now, so that's where the the plot is kind of like super weak. Um, yeah, see, but when you're explaining that, it does make sense considering I just watched it about you know two hours before we started recording this. But while I was watching the movie, I had zero idea of what was going on. I've never seen the musical, yeah. but you shouldn't need to see the musical. Oh yeah, no, the no plot way. Is the movie out. should be able to stand on its own, right? Without any prior background of yours like you shouldn't i mean there are some movies if they're especially historical that yeah do require you to have some prior knowledge and that's okay but a movie of this uh you know this type of movie shouldn't necessarily require you to research what the plot is about because that just means that it lacks um it lacks a solid plot it's not so much that you need a yeah. knowledge of anything. It's just um, okay. Weak. Let's go through some of the numbers here for the movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a twenty-one percent. That's IMDb way too high. Seven, Metacritic thirty-two. Um, I feel like people are being generous. Yeah, too high. I would give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Actually, the more because I was really trying while watching the movie to be nice to it, and I couldn't. Yeah, there was. Very little things, and we can get into that later. Uh, what would you give yeah. it out of 100? It can't be a Min- negative. I'll give it minus 200. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just kidding. But, like, here's the thing. Out of respect for the actors, I'll give it maybe 15 20%. I think that, like, the actors yeah. deserve recognition. I really think they try hard. Not just the actors, but the singers and dancers. They're talented. Like... Yeah, you you can tell they're they're trying hard, and the thing is they didn't know how this was gonna look. They were probably filming this on like you know the um, uh, sensor suits, or I'm guessing that that's what they were wearing over green screen. You know, over green screen, exactly. <laughs> so they didn't know exactly how this was gonna look. So they were just giving their best performance, and they try hard. Um, Sir Ian McKellen, you know, he's an amazing actor. Why did they have to ruin Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie ruins um... Gandalf. Speaking of him, we could just go through the cast real quick. Yeah, we could, okay. we could do that. So in order of top build, so like they, because typically within cast, they'll tell you who they want to show you first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Swift is the first one that they show you when you search the movie on Google. 
She doesn't show up to the movie till about an hour and a half in, and she's only in it for about five minutes for one song. Yep. <laughs> you can tell that they're just like, here's five million bucks, Taylor. Do one song for us, and please don't get mad at us for up this movie. <laughs> for reals. And um, what, what else? Anything else about her? Well, I don't know. Is this just me? I don't. I just kind of, kind of notice mm. how, I feel like her breasts were kind of enhanced in the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't think she has that much volume, and I feel like in the movie they're gonna enhance it. I don't well, know if that's sexist a good job or of hiding it. And real, you know what it I was actually be. thinking could when be. she does show up, she's dancing with Idris Elba. Mm -hmm. I was seeing some sort of sexual connection there, and I was like, I wouldn't mind a sex tape dropping between those two. Oh my god! <laughs> no, they're both pretty hot, huh? Yeah, even in the movie. I mean, I'm not a furry, but it's not my fault. I didn't make that movie. Oh my gosh, this is such a furry. This movie is such a. You're right. Like it's the only way you can enjoy this. It's yeah. pretty disturbing. You know what makes it so disturbing? The fact that some characters actually do wear clothes and others don't. Yeah, because either all of them all wear have clothes and butts and stuff. Yeah, e either all of them wear clothes or none of them do. Ideally, all of them do kind of wear clothes because, mm -hmm. yeah, it just makes it feel weird. The contrast between those that are wearing like a coat or pants <laughs> and then most of them that don't wear anything and are kind of like a little sexualized. Yeah. yeah, so James Corden, he's fatter in the movie than he is in real life. And I thought that was kind of a weird choice. Uh, that's true. And then they also yeah. make fun of him and he gets butthurt about it, but only for certain jokes. And he does have his own coat yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Just everything about the character didn't really make any sense. And honestly, his performance, dude, it wasn't good. Like, I just didn't, I didn't like neither his delivery nor, I mean, the dialogues are bad on its own, but I just didn't feel like he was good at it at all. Like, I, I think he's one of the weakest characters in the movie. Yeah. I think even Taylor Swift low-key kind of pulls it up. But I mean, I guess Taylor Swift just has the musical number and has very few lines, but... I don't know, dude. I, yeah. I didn't think. Yeah, and James Corden just, we don't, we're not fans. It's funny that the first two movies that we've done bad movie reviews on have both. I know, that is, if that's what a coincidence, huh? <laughs> I just feel like he's yeah. just involved in projects that fail. Yeah. 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 Uh, our next person is Jennifer Hudson. She was only in the movie for a couple of songs. I actually, her CGI was super weird and it, it made her cat just look strange, but her voice is really good. And the, the songs that she did like towards the end of the movie, mm. I thought they were some of the better parts of the entire movie. Yeah, I think she's talented. And the CJ thing that you mentioned, well, I mean, they're supposed to show her kind of like, um, like in a really low point of her career type of thing. Like she's like an outcast. So they make her look like, I don't know, even her face looks kind of like the color in is faded. It's like if she had like some sort of like disease or something. Um, but later on, like she's supposed to be a really important character in this movie. And yet we don't care about her. And she comes yeah, in at the end, and at the end she has like a, a very important role. I think she's the one that wins the contest and gets the chance to be reborn because her life has turned so miserable. Um, but honestly, the only character that cares about her really is the, the girl, um, the main girl. And yeah, it's just like they don't develop her character. This movie doesn't develop any characters. It just throws them at you with yeah. a presentation. Which is like well, and they spend so much time doing the dances and the songs yeah. that you can't really develop any of the characters. You also can't develop anything about the movie because so much time is dedicated to songs. But yeah, I think Francesca Hayward is 
you know, she's a ballet dancer. And she's like the main cat, the main girl. And she's the one that kind of feels sorry about um, Jennifer Hudson's character. But, oh. but we kind of see that. But at the same time, it's just very subtle. They don't spend much time with it. You know, what's weird is that she, so her, the actress's name is Francesca Hayward. Yeah. She's the main character in the movie. She's the white, uh, like, pale cat, the Victoria, the white cat or something. I think that's her name. Yeah. She is the main character. She's billed 11th out of all the cast members. Yeah. And she is so hot, dude. She's really, really cute. Movie, I was like, damn, who is she? Yeah. I've never seen her before. She's a ballet dancer. Dude, from, yeah, she's from Kenya. Uh, that's the thing. She's not yeah, even white in real life. in London. Yeah, she's... I think she's British. Yeah, she's British. It's weird that she's not billed to 11th, though, even though she's, like, the main character. Yeah, and I think it might be because maybe she's, like, well, she's a ballet dancer, right? I don't know if she's as much as right. an actress. Um, I think that's her first movie. Yeah, I think she does a good job, but at the same time, her character for, like, kind of being, even though it's supposed to be the main character, it feels so irrelevant all throughout the movie. She's just there. She's, like, standing there watching this, mm-hmm. I mean, watching this presentations she spends a lot of time yeah. watching she doesn't act that much no, did you notice that she tries to make out with yeah and then the nothing the happens and it's such a yeah keep like a lot of times in this movie they were looking at each other's lips yeah like it's such a bus kill different cats and it, i was like uh, yeah uh, they build up <laughs> that moment and then leave you dissatisfied and huh, you don't get it yep. you never get it okay next main character this is fourth on our billed cast. Judy Dench plays the old lady, the old cat. I can't even. Terrible. She's such a good actress. CGI like, was look bad. Just, I feel yeah. so sorry for her. She's like, she's a great actress. She has like a, mm-hmm. an outstanding career. I mean, I really like her in the Bond movies. That's what most people will probably know her for. But you know, you have Victoria and Abdul. You have like Sex, Beauty, and Love. She was into. I mean, she's like. She's an old lady. She's 85, and she's been like... Maybe she is a furry in real life. Maybe that's why she did it. <laughs> but No, but she's... I mean, yeah, she's British, but she's been in a lot of, like, projects. She's, she's done so many movies. She has, like, a, a very extensive career. And yet, this movie, it just doesn't doesn't feel fair for, for you know, an actress of her yeah. caliber. But, yeah, it looks weird. There's a moment where she... You can... There's, like, a big shot at her crotch... Um, and she extends her legs and you know at that point you can try to move on with your life if you can but it's weird yeah or you start drinking bleach yeah very traumatic very very traumatic she's an old lady so yeah I didn't need to see that I, I, uh, okay yeah. next one Jason Derulo I he he's only he's mainly in the song or in the movie at the beginning yeah. he has a couple of songs um, I didn't have an opinion like, about him before the movie and now I hate him yeah he he has a couple. You remember Chase, our old roommate? He used to play that one song on repeat. Oh yeah. On his phone, it. Uh, what song was that called? What from him? From Derulo? What you say? Oh, yeah. That song? yeah. Yeah. That was from Jason Derulo. So there's another reason to hate him because <laughs> our roommate used to play him all day. Yep. But but for real, I mean, it was oddly sexual the way that he interacted with the other cats. Yeah. Um, and his singing was fine. He's supposed to be such and a rock star. I don't think he's ever done a movie before, so it's not like he was going to turn it down. Yeah. And, I mean, his character is supposed to be, like, just very, very cool. And I think he's been in some other movies, but very few. Um, it's like this, so you think you can dance, and 
I mean, he's mm. been in other media stuff, but yeah, nothing major like this, and yet unfortunate. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next one, Idris Elba. He's in the movie for probably a grand total of less than five minutes, so I'm not too mad at him for yeah. taking the role. And honestly, the first scene with him, that he's like kind of like in a rooftop with his coat, and there's like this shot mm -hmm. of his face, and it's just his face. So you cannot really get distracted by his weird CGI body. Uh, it's just like his facial expressions and him acting. I think it's good. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is Idris Elba. He's a good actor. He's doing well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, everything else in the movie, well, I'm sorry. I mean, I bet he was delivering a good performance, but I was too distracted with her weird CGI body to even care. Yeah, and, and Idris Elba, he's a good actor, but he doesn't really do that many good movies necessarily. I mean, yeah, he, he could be better at picking projects. Fast and Furious, I agree. Dark Tower. He's not the Thor other, movies. Like, smaller movies. He's in the Thor movies, but he Thor. he's like a very secondary mm -hmm. character. Uh, I do agree that he should be picking better roles, probably. I think so. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's a bad actor. What so? Yeah, I really think he's he's decent. It, yeah, I'm a fan. But but you're right. His projects, oof, he could he could do a better job at picking projects. I don't know. And I think his net, he has this Netflix show that recently got canceled after only one season. So maybe we're a little bit too much of a fanboy. Maybe he's just not as good as we like to think he oh, is. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Yeah, because if you're the main character for a Netflix show and you only get one season, you must have really shit the bed. Apparently he was in The Wire, though. The Wire was like an amazing show. I've never watched it. It's always oh, been on my watch list. I wonder how big of a character he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still a fan of him, but I just... I'm just wondering, like, how good he actually is. Yeah. Because he just no, doesn't think, do that much good stuff. I think he, I don't know. I have, for what I've seen of him, I don't think he's a bad actor. Even in even in roles, no. even in movies that are trashy. That's the thing. It's yeah. I mean, in Dark Tower, I was still a fan. Yeah, he pulls it off, kind of. I I honestly, in Dark Tower, I like his performance better than McConaughey's, and 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 I like Matthew McConaughey a lot. But mm -hmm. as a villain, I didn't buy him as much. I didn't. I didn't quite enjoy his performance, and I thought Idris Elba was superior in the Dark Tower. Yeah, and he was dope. He was like that cowboy. Is with the two pistols. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And that's that's from uh, a fanboy okay, so next... of Matthew McConaughey. Like yeah, I'm saying that. But yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Okay, next one is Ian McKellen, who's in it for a brief song and here and there and. I don't know. It makes man. me cry. I feel the same about with Judy Dentris. It's the same like, case, yeah. You're 80 years old, man. What are you doing? It, it breaks my heart. I love Ian McGowan so much. He's so good. I just he's so so talented and respected. He's so respected, mm -hmm. dude. Um, you know, and it's not just for like the Lord of the Rings ones. He's so good in the X-Men, in the original X-Men one, like I think it was X-Men one, and I think in the original trilogy he is in. Um and maybe in some of the newer ones as well. But dude, he's such an icon. He's, he's an amazing actor. And he's in this movie, yes, he gets his song and he low-key pulls it off. But it's so weird. Yeah. It is still so distracting. I think his performance is good, but you know, everything around his performance falls apart. And it's sad to watch. Do you think he took the role because he used to do Shakespearean theater? I bet. When he was younger. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that's the only real reason. Because I don't know if you listen, if you if you paid attention to the song, which I know hard to do this movie. Hard, yeah, I hard couldn't to do. really. But the song is kind of like about the old ways of theater type of thing. 
it, it talks about that kind of, mm. you know. And I really think that the song, yeah, it represents him. And I think that's probably why he did it. And he didn't know how this was going to turn out and how it was going to look. There's no way to know, you know, prior to post-production and prior to, you know, people like like the CGI. But um, which is sad because I really think that, that he probably had good intentions and, and that he liked the the message that that song conveyed. But yeah. Right. So sad. Yeah. Um, the the rest of the cast are mostly their ballet dancers. Yeah. So we won't necessarily go over them. The last one is Rebel Wilson, who's in it for a brief moment. And she makes some fat jokes, which I found kind of ironic because she was also fat in the movie. Yeah. She just... I don't know. I don't, I don't see the appeal of her in a movie like this yeah. because... But she's built her simply, career. She does good. Yeah. She builds her career on these weird fat jokes a lot. I know. Which I don't appreciate. I don't think is. Mm-mm. I mean, kudos, like kudos for yeah. her, I guess, for like you know not being ashamed yeah. or whatever, and not letting people like shame body shame her. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, is this the best thing to build a career on? Just like you yeah. know, making fun and of why how you need her fat. in a movie. Yeah, but uh, I I do like a few of her movies. The stuff that she's in, like I think in the in the right setting, she can be pretty funny. Yeah, and this just doesn't make much sense. I think probably with like a good director, I like her in Jojo Rabbit. But he was like a very small yeah, role. Rabbit, she was hilarious. Yeah. It was a huge role, but, you know, a small role for her, not bad. Yeah, and in that movie, in JoJo, it's her as an actress, you know. She doesn't quite... It's her about being Yeah, a she's not milking her, you know, body. She's just like really is, okay, that's her acting. She's just a Nazi. Yeah, and I thought it was cool. <laughs> I really thought that one was cool. Yeah. See? So, give credit when it's due. Yeah. Um, so, Cats ended up... It's uh, like it's the amount of money that it made. It still bombed, but it's up to seventy six million, and the estimated budget was a hundred to one hundred twenty five million. So it lost at least twenty five, but up to fifty million dollars. Yeah. Honestly, everybody thought it was going to lose more money, though. I yeah, I'm guessing that. I mean, once you take into account the worldwide release and digital and streaming type of thing, yeah. Movie is supposed to go up, but but still, you're not just supposed to break even with a movie. We know that you you need to yeah. you need to make a big Especially margin. Especially with a cast like this, you got to do an better. Expensive cast, yeah. It's got to oh, be yeah. at least Judy Dench, and for sure Ian McKellen. I mean, those are well, Taylor Swift probably was expensive too, and so was Jason Derulo. But you know, there's quality actors in here, which just makes this more heartbreaking, honestly. I hope, if anything, this just put final bullet in the Cats musical itself because it was never a very good musical. Yeah, I, I've never, I never watched the musical, but, but me neither. But I have a friend who watches everything from Broadway, and he says it's the worst mm, one by far. Yeah, or at least the worst one that's still really popular. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming that uh, it's probably redone. It's probably being made like a, hundreds of times with different cast, and it probably is different depending yeah. on where you're watching the musical and who is acting, but. But yeah, still, I mean, if the plot is similar to the movie, I just think it's a weak plot to begin with, you know? Yeah. Even for a musical. Um, so I'm on the Wikipedia page here. Did you know that it actually won a Golden Globe? Oh, no. I'm just kidding. No, it won a bunch of Golden Raspberries. <laughs> worst course. picture it won, worst director, Oof. worst supporting actor, which was James Corden, worst supporting actress, Judy Dench, and Rebel oh, Wilson. Oh, man. Uh, worst screen combo was Jason Derulo and his CGI bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and then worst screenplay. 
Uh, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the director, Tom Hopper. Yeah. He's done a lot of good stuff before, so it's shocking that he did this movie. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I think he probably got this project because, well, he had already done Le Mis, right? But Yeah, and The King's Speech. Yeah, and The King's Speech is a really good movie. The Danish Girl also, also the was. Danish girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was also kind of like. Those are like his yeah. main other three. So it is kind of shocking. It flunked that, but but it's. I think it, this came from the belief that way, like you know, Le Mis. Well, let's make another musical type of thing. And here's the thing, though. Even Le Mis was criticized heavily in in many things. Mm -hmm. Like especially, I believe Russell Crowe's performance was not very welcomed. Um, you know, from from um, Gladiator to his performance in in Le Mis. Well, he sings and he people that. All the people that know some like about music, they, they told me that so I'm not like as, as knowledgeable about music, and and they all said that yeah, he was just he's just an actor, he's not a singer, and didn't like that. Is that why the Lee Miz doesn't necessarily have the best reviews, but it still made a crap load of money? I think so, and and the acting in Le Mis is good, but they're not. I mean, most most of the cast they really are actors and not really singers, and it, you know I think it's criticized more. But here's the thing, though. Hugh Jackman, as an actor and singer, I think he's a really good choice because he's, um, yeah, he's not a singer, but I I know that his training as an actor heavily included singing, you know? So mm. really good choice for the main character. But Russell Crowe, I don't know about that. I don't know if he was educated in singing as well or if he has any, like, prior theater or Broadway experience. I think he might, but... It is still. I think I remember that he was very criticized for for his role in Le Mis, and and the movie didn't get. Um, he, he got criticized as a whole, but I still liked it. Honestly, I mean, at least it didn't flop. And it didn't yeah. flop. Well, and the big difference here between Le Mis and Cats is that from the beginning of Le Mis, at least they're telling you what the setting is and yeah. they're taking you through a story that you can follow with or without the music. That's right. You know? Or at least the music is easier to follow along to and it like makes sense for what they're doing. Yeah. And they have more spoken words rather than just singing out the whole plot. Because yeah. in Cats, among all the other problems we've talked about, you simply can't follow along because there's no dialogue between the characters. It's all singing. Yeah. And the singing, yeah, it just it's it, it's confusing. It doesn't help the plot much. It is honestly just a sequence of character introductions and not real character development. Mm -hmm. They're just introducing you to a new character after character after character, and you don't care about any of them, really. You're not developing them, no. and you you have no feeling. And it's like at the end, you you don't care. You couldn't care less about the climax of the movie. Um, I do have to admit, though, that I believe it is a big uh, feat and it's like a big challenge to make a movie with like so much CGI, right? Like with CGI, all of the dancers, I mean, that's going to be hard, right? Like you're CGI in so many people all the time. Like all the movie is CGI. So, yeah, you know, if you're not giving enough time or like a really good team, how did you even? Yeah, but I mean, they went into that movie. Knowing yeah, that that's like how, how did you even it. agree to doing this project if you didn't have enough right. time or a really, really good team of CGI? Because, and it's just strange. the way that they CGI it. It's like, what's the purpose of this? Like, yeah. why, why CGI humans look like cats? Uh, one thing that I was thinking about is there are three jokes in the movie 
that were made by these cat creatures, whatever, mm-hmm. um, that had the word cat in them. And I was like, man, this is the laziest writing I've ever seen. So I'll read off the jokes because I wrote all three of them <laughs> down. The first one was cat got your tongue said by a cat. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next one, where is it? Um, oh, look at what the cat dragged in. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so dumb. Easy. That's lame, yeah. And then don't mess with the crazy cat lady. Oh, oh, yeah. All three of these were said by Rebel Wilson, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just her coming up with it in the moment or what, but I was like, seriously? Giving her like these lazy-ass lines. Yeah, as a curiosity, do you know that there is a butthole cat of cats? They release a cat <laughs> of this movie, but CGI and buttholes into every cat. In... <laughs> no. Yeah, but it's just, I think they just made the trailer. Oh. Someone had the theory that maybe if you added the buttholes, it looked like more normal. No, it doesn't. It I is still so. very disturbing. Even more so. Yeah, and you know, speaking of buttholes, why does why do all the cats have boobs? Like, why does all of the girls have a set of regular human boobs? Doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it really. Yeah, I mean, it's but that's kind of I guess yeah that's part of the Broadway aspect of the movie. But these are things that in a Broadway musical they fly, you know. But in a movie, yeah, it's harder. It's harder to make these things fly, and and not with this CGI. That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, I, I took a note while I was watching it. 25 minutes in, I have no idea what's going on. And that was the first time that they actually started speaking normally other than singing. Yeah. And that was when I started having a better idea of what was going on, but still yeah. not really much of a clue. I I was still, you know, I'm still really confused. Maybe you can clear this up. What was the setting of the entire movie? And are so do the cats rule the world like do they build the world or are they just supposed to be normal street cats yeah, no. that hang out together they're supposed to be street cats well there's the the jelly cats with i mm. think it's like um it's a fictitious um breed of cat but i think it's like probably some lazy combination of calico cat with i don't know some jelly <laughs> i have no idea but some jelly yeah um just to make it more of a furry reference i don't know but it looks like it is London, and it is here. That's another thing. Not just the CGI is bad, but the perspective with the real world is crooked. Because there's like that is there's like a yeah. scene where they're like walking uh, in the railway, like um, where the trains are, and they just look the size of a mouse. Yeah, they're, they're so tiny. They're super tiny. They don't look like the size of a cat. And there's other times when they're like in um kitchen i think is when there's with rebel wilson i believe is when they're in that scene at the beginning at the beginning yeah where where the size in it's it's really disproportionate they look more normal. yeah they mm-hmm. look more normal at times they look too big for the for the kitchen and at times they look way too small um so it just takes you out of the movie there's things like that that make you that completely take you out of the movie but right like the the building of the world itself that the movie's yeah. set in doesn't really make any sense and it doesn't explain itself yeah. either and i guess that's part of like a musical like okay yeah i understand that that's those are some convictions that may come with the genre and yeah in broadway you buy it but in a movie it just looks funny it, it really does look funny like the size and yeah it doesn't make sense because a movie i mean even when you are converting a m- musical into a movie you still have to have a plot yeah. and like explain it like how a normal movie would. and you need to to at least describe the world in a in 
yeah, somehow I still describe it, not just yeah. show it blindly. And I don't know. You need to describe. You have it. to give us more of a setting because yeah. it's some not context. A, it's not a. Stage. You need some context and. Yeah. Yeah, it is London, which also takes me to Taylor Swift's poor British accent that she really tries to to pull off and <laughs> looks it sounds kind of weird. Honestly, at that point I was so checked out of the movie, yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't blame you. Honestly. She had a British accent? Though, I think she tries because she's in London, so she tries Ugh. to sing kind of with like oh. a British and there's a few times where you're like oof, oof Taylor Swift here. Mm. You know. But yeah, so there's little things like that that really take you out of the movie and and you know, it's just it's 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 hard for you to follow it. It's hard for you to care. Hard for you to to be invested in these characters, even more so because these characters have no development whatsoever. When you're like almost done with the movie, reaching the climax, and you're being introduced to like the twentieth stupid fucking cat, and it's a cat that likes railways and trains. <laughs> At that point, you're like, what what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? What is this? Is this a bad nightmare? Yep. Is this what it is? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, you know, speaking of that, do you have anything else you want to talk about the movie? Because I just want to finish this off with a little rant. No, not really. There's not really much more to say. Okay. I, really think I was just going to say that, yeah. you know, when we first started doing these bad movie reviews, I thought it was kind of like eating spicy food where it hurts, but it's almost pleasurable because it hurts so bad. Like it's kind of fun. But this movie has almost killed my entire determination to review bad movies because it is so <laughs> difficult yeah. to watch. I know. I think maybe we should just do like better movies from now yeah, on. Yeah, movies that are not so bad because we really are hitting like the bottom. Oh, this, I mean, I'm sure that there are lots of bad movies out there, but in terms of modern yeah, bad mainstream, movies, this is mainstream failures. The bottom of the this park. is an absolute yeah. mainstream failure and a shame. <laughs> It's, it, I, I'm telling you from it's the beginning. It's a shame that the movie industry has gotten to this yeah, point. Yeah, from the beginning, I'm, I'm telling you, I wouldn't call this a movie. It's a series of video clips that are really disturbing yeah. and really poorly CGI'd. That's kind it's of like how some I incel in his basement yeah. made this That's movie. That's how I kind of like summarize <laughs> it. For reals, it really does look kind of like it really. It looks so cheaply made. It looks homemade. It looks like. It's like you you kidnapped a bunch of high quality actors and forced them to act in your basement. For real. <laughs> okay, so who's actually to blame for all this? Is it the director? Oh, it can be the studio. It can be it the, the producers too. Because um, usually, so I, was, I wouldn't necessarily blame the actors. No, nah, not really. I wouldn't even perhaps blame the director. I think he probably was just doing the best with the time that he was given. Um, but definitely, I mean, definitely whoever was in charge of CGI, so post production. Yeah, but I believe it may be because of timelines, because of schedules, and those are usually the studio's fault or the distributor's fault or the producer's fault that are kind of pushing this to to be released earlier, sometimes when it's not even a finished product because there are some scenes that I can't believe were released like this. I really think that they just either run out of time or they, I mean, the other alternative is that they're just like not talented. Whoever was in charge of the CIA was like, Still, this must have, you know, some people must have reviewed this before it was released into theaters and and realized well, that. Well, at least they learned their lesson then. The studio learns the lesson of this because they lost for 25 reals, mil. For reals. I mean, because that's the thing. Sometimes it's better to release it early and maybe not make as much money if you're if you really are confident that you are going to have enough audience to watch it, even if it's trash. But that didn't happen here. Like people were really not invested in this. From you know, no. no one watched it in the theater. Well, nobody asked for it either. Yeah, that's true. Which is also like poor, 
you know, market um, studios that are like yeah. studies. It's like they were trying to make The Greatest Showman with Taylor Swift, but then they actually got, I don't know, like a dead squirrel in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> For reals. For reals. All right, well, that's our movie review of Cats. I uh, hope you guys hated it as much as we did, and that's everything. Yeah, if you if you really value your eyes and your brain, do yourself a favor. Don't watch this. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do this to yeah. yourself. Just, just um, watch anything else. I yeah. mean, I don't even give. I don't even care if you didn't listen to this, just because you're like, well, I haven't seen Cats. Just continue to not see cats. Yep. It's not that hard to not watch yeah. it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your kids. Do it for the future generations that really will appreciate mm-hmm. not being a scar for life. Um, and if you are going to watch it, at least illegally download it. <laughs> don't pay for it. I mean... Like, don't give these guys your money. I mean, sure, humanity is facing a lot of challenges. It's facing coronavirus and it's facing climate change. But if I could take something away from the past months, it would be probably this movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe know. cats the release of cats is what tipped off the end of the world 2020. i think so i think if there's any superior being that is guiding all of this he saw what we did with that movie and decided that we were not worth a dime yep and then he just ended us yep all right man well thanks for coming on the show my pleasure 